Welcome to the Rocky and Meisty Show, everyone. Thank you for joining us. We are, of course, presented by Juicetool, and we have a very exciting announcement. I don't know when you're going to be watching this, but if you're watching it prior to the release of the website, the website is going to take place 10 p.m. January. What date we are? I don't know. Every January 27th, 10 p.m. Eastern time is when the, the website will be released with such cool merchandise, T-shirts, sweatshirts. Uh, please go check it out. Juicetool.com. J-E-W-S-T-O-O-L.com. It's going to be awesome. We'll obviously post the link in the Twitter. I've already posted it on my account, and we'll continue to update that as well um, throughout the, the process. That's going to be amazing. Remember to, of course, subscribe on to our podcast on YouTube. And by the way, the YouTube page has really been doing well, especially my YouTube short. One of my YouTube shorts got a, got a lot of views. I know people like that. I don't know. Apparently people just like 50 second clips. You can listen to us for 20, 30 minutes. We're very entertaining from beginning to end. There's nothing wrong with it. Like, I, I don't know why you only want 50 seconds of us. No, I'm kidding. Of course, I released those for a reason. I know that's what people like. You like a combination of things. So do we. Um, so we're going to continue to do that, of course. And remember to follow us on Twitter and Instagram and follow Juicestool on Twitter for updates for that as well. So let's like get started, guys. Of course, AFC Championship is championship round. We got, you know, it, it, I, last week I mentioned seven of the eight teams in the divisional round were in the championship round in the last three years, which is incredible. Not so many new faces. Same thing this year, right? Not not too many new faces. All these three teams have been in one, have been in a Super Bowl in the last three years, except for the Cincinnati Bengals, the young Cincinnati Bengals, way ahead of schedule, right? Uh, five wins last year. And all of a sudden, Joe Burrow's come in. He's been healthy, right? He had a knee injury last year, and it wasn't just like a torn ACL. It was one of those knee injuries you weren't necessarily sure if he was going to come back full strength, especially right away. And not only has he come back at full strength, he's been playing great, especially in big moments, earning the title Joe Cool that Joe Montana obviously endorsed back in the 80s. Um, speaking of Joe Montana, we could have a 49ers-Bengals rematch from 88. Yep. That could be pretty cool as well. I actually watched the the replay of that of that. Um, of that game on YouTube. I know I, this is what I do with my life. I watch, we play football games, but it was very entertaining. Joe Montana went down, down 16, 13, last, last, last two minute drive, 38 seconds left, got the game winning touchdown. But here we go. We got Bengals cheat. It's going to be a great game rematch of week 17 guys. Um, and, and in that game, the Bengals were down by 14 points in the fourth quarter. And somehow it was the fourth quarter close to the end of the third and somehow found a way to come back, climb back in the game. Interesting. Uh, a play calling at the end by Taylor, the, coach, the head coach for the Bengals. We'll discuss that as well because I really think that's a big factor. What you've seen these la the last weekend with the Bills and the Chiefs, right? And you saw that the Bengals had 45 seconds left, an opportunity to kick the field goal and take the lead, take a three-point lead against the Chiefs in Week 17. And instead, they elected to, to, to run down the clock. They went for it on fourth down. They elected to either go for a touchdown or and not kick the field goal. We're not going to give the ball back to Patrick Mahomes down by three. And we see from last week that that probably was the correct strategy at the time. I liked it, but a lot of people doubted it. But from last week, we see th all th 13 seconds is all he needs. So we know how dynamic this Chiefs offense is, Yehuda. Do the Bengals have a chance? They're a young team. They're going up against an explosive offense. Do the Bengals have a chance in the championship round? Well, I know Bengals fans are going to say that they have a chance because they beat them once, and it was about a month ago in Cincinnati and they beat him 34, 31, but no, I do not think they have a chance in this game unless who day going to be sitting on that couch uh, unless, you know, somehow Patrick Mahomes <coughs> play in the game or he gets injured mid game or something, something like that. But if the chiefs are at full strength and they have all their guys, even if they don't have, you know, Teron Matthew and some guys on defense, they still should be able to win. Their offense is just too explosive. And I, I keep mentioning this. They, they have that, KD uh, Warriors feel to them. And, and it's supposed to be different in football. It's not, you're not supposed to be able to just flip a switch. You're not supposed to be able to do this 
where the regular season, you know, you can quote unquote coast because, because the, the season is so much shorter than NBA season, but it just seems like the, the chiefs don't care if they're, they're going to end up between the one and the three seed that we've only seen them one or two. And then when they, when they make the playoffs, they're just going to turn it on and they're going to, they're going to play chiefs, chiefs brand football, and they're not going to be stopped. They just dropped 42 points on the best defense in the league. The Bills defense were number one DVOA, number one yardage, number one in scoring. Like they they were the best defense and the Chiefs just absolutely shredded them and made, made them look foolish. Uh, so I, I don't see a Cincinnati defense that is you know, nowhere near uh, this Bills defense. And, and I understand that the, the, Bill, the um, Bengals offense has been really good. But they're not the Bills' offense. The the Bills' offense is better. Josh Allen is better than Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow has been playing amazingly this year. But <laughs> Josh yeah, Allen's yeah, better than Joe Burrow. No, yeah. he is. He is. Right, for now. For now. For now. Feisty has a different take about Josh Allen. Soon we'll hear we'll hear from that. But 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 um, I understand that the the weapons the wide receivers may be better for the Bengals, and and they definitely have a better running game. But their offense is not on the same level as as the the bills and the bills couldn't couldn't beat Mahomes with 13 seconds left so i don't see how the Bengals, especially with a weaker offensive line just got sacked nine times against the titans even even if they weren't if he wasn't pressured that much his offensive line is quite a sieve and i think gave up you know top three uh sacks burrow was probably the most the most sacked quarterback because like the ravens and the bears were ahead of them but they had multiple quarterbacks playing but i think burrow was probably the most sacked quarterback this year so i don't see how how the uh, Chiefs are going to be able to hang with the Bengals, especially in Kansas City. And I don't know if this is one of those games where where the uh, the Chiefs run out of fireworks like they did against the uh, Texans and against the Steelers a couple of weeks ago, but I, I don't see how the Bengals are going to be able to hang with the Chiefs. You brought up the offensive line. So some interesting statistics over here, right? Because the Bengals have actually, the offensive line itself has played much better than last year. That's not such a high standard. They, they were the worst offensive line in football. But, you know, they, they, they've, they've bumped up five, ten spots in terms of rankings amongst offensive lines in the league, right? Uh, um, Joe Burr himself, or Bengals quarterbacks overall, right, this year compared to last year, let's let's call it. Because, you know, there was obviously six other games where other, play, where other quarterbacks started except for Burrow. Pressure 13 less times this year in one more game, hit 21 less times, and yet sacked seven more this year, right? Less pressures, less hits, more sacks. Why is that? Joe Burrow is a fantastic player, fantastic talent, can make all the throws. The problem is he holds the ball too long. He tries to do too much. This is yeah. something that Patrick Mahomes has over him, right? No, no quarterback in the league has a bigger – no quarterback in the league, more percentage of his pressures have been converted into sacks than Joe Burrow other than Baker Mayfield. And we, we all know his tendency to hold the ball and try to do too much, right? So obviously those two guys have definitely have to work on that. And we know that's what Patrick Mahomes' strength is. It's holding on to the ball, avoiding the sack, evading in the pocket. And he scrambles very efficiently. He's not like overly athletic but he's just such an efficient scrambler. Um, that's something Joe Burrow is going to have to improve on. So as much as I, I don't want to give the uh, offensive line of the Bengals so much blame here, like I mentioned, they had 13 pressures, allowed 13 pressures last week against the Titans. Nine of them were converted to sacks. That's an incredible number. They allowed, I think, 15 pressures to the Raiders the week before, but only four of them were converted to sacks. So it's not discussed as much, but Joe Burrow was actually under duress more. And you have to blame Joe Burrow a little for that Titans. So as much as credit we're giving to him, this can go on back to bite him. Chris Jones is going to be a big matchup nightmare for the Bengals up front because they don't have anyone that can line up with him. Um, so th that's going to be a big matchup. 
Melvin, Melvin Ingram too, but Chris Jones is gonna be a nightmare. I mean, you, what, you, you're gonna double have to double him. You're gonna have to give him the Aaron Donald treatment. That's never gonna. That's a never good, never a good place to be in as an offensive line. Meisty, what do you think about this game? The Bengals got a shot. No, I have here written down in my pamphlet. I have Bengals okay. thirty-five, Chiefs thirty. I'm sorry to say it. Bengals are going to the Super Bowl. They are the hottest team in football right now. <laughs> You, you know, you're out here saying that, you know, oh, Mahomes t- tore apart and I'm going to beat him. More points were scored in the last two minutes of that game or the last five minutes of that game than the rest of the game combined, right? So that was just a crazy ending to it. First of all, the, the Bills' defense definitely had, had its weaknesses late in the game. You saw clear holes that, like, were just, like, brain farts. Um, so I just, I just personally think that the Bills' defense did a good job. The Chiefs, Chiefs were great. Um, obviously Mahomes played fantastic, but the Bengals are, are, I don't want to say have a hotter offense than, than Josh Allen's bills, but they almost do have a hotter offense than Josh Allen's bills, right? Josh Allen happens to be the reason why the bills offense is tearing it up, but without Josh Allen and that team has weaknesses, obviously without Joe Burrow, that team has weaknesses, but Josh Allen is that whole team. Joe Burrow can get these little short passes and have his guys do the work. Joe Mixon can do work. There's other pieces that will de- that will definitely play a factor into the Bengals. Now, do they have a chance? Yeah, they have any team has a chance. The Lions beat the Cardinals. You know, any team has a chance. So, so but, but the Bengals, they're just a hot team. And, and the Chiefs' defense is not that good. So the Bengals should be able to rack up points. The question is, how many times can the Bengals actually stop Mahomes? That's the ultimate question. And I, I think that the Bengals' defense is just going to they're, – they're in that moment where they're just going to have to step up and, and, and play better. You know, yes, they might be uh, a ranked bad, or, 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 but it's not about this. It's the AFC Championship game. Everything's off the table. Like, this is the game. This is what you play for. They're going to have to step up their game. And, and, and they, only, they don't need to make that many stops. First of all, the game's going to be very slow, if, in my opinion. We're, we're going to see the Bengals moving the ball very slowly, probably run the ball a lot, probably very short passes, just drive the field, keep Mahomes off the field. I mean, that's the key to the game. And the Bengals you know, need to do that. So that's first of all. Second of all, they just, it's not that many stops. The Bengals should be able to score more times, enough times to, to be in the game, right? There's no reason why they get blown out this game. Obviously, unless the Chiefs defense comes out like they sometimes do and they can tear it up, fine. But Joe Burrow should be able to score a lot and, and the defense should be able to have enough stops on Mahomes to, that, to, to, to slow him down and not, and not let them win. Listen, I mean, the 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 Chiefs could get their defense could get two or three stops and then they could score on five or six possessions and end up winning, you know, 35 to 35 or 42 to, to like 20. Like the, the Bungles, the Bengals are gonna are gonna score at least three touchdowns, definitely a couple field goals, but the Chiefs offense is so overwhelming and they can turn it on like it's nothing. And I know um, we have discussed, uh, me you and uh, Rocky have discussed uh, that that Mahomes hasn't really been hitting on the, on the giant 75 yard one play touchdowns, like, like Josh Allen did to Gabe Davis that we saw in the AFC championship, but it doesn't matter if it's, if it's one play of 75 yards or if it's three plays where there's a couple short passes and then he hits Tyree kill over the middle and he takes off for a, a 60 yard touchdown, or if he hits Kelsey and there's a 40 yard touchdown. So their offense is too explosive. It's, it's uh, they, they're even getting some, some production from the running backs, Jerick McKinnon, CEH is back. Uh, Daryl Williams is out last week, but but they could uh, they can get these uh, short passes to 
like to McKinnon, like I was saying, and get him a big part of the offense. And even their, their random role players like, like Pringle and Robinson make some clutch catches. And I know that um, the, the Bengals have much better receivers. And I know that the uh, Steve Spagnola, the uh, Chiefs DC, knows that he's not going <laughs> to man up on them anymore, especially with uh, Tyron Matthew. Oh, he, he fully practiced on Thursday, so he, he should be able to play. But, but they're not going to man up on, on these guys as much anymore. They're going to play some zone. They're going to make Joe Burrow try to try to read read defenses. We have to remember he's still a um, still a rookie and a half. You know this is his his uh, second season. He's this is his first full season he's ever played. He's still he's still learning and he's going to hold the ball too long. Like Rocky said, sometimes he holds the ball too long and he takes some sacks that are unnecessary. And he's just going to have pressure in his face. And and those two or three stops that the Chiefs get is going to be enough to to help them help them win the game. And I don't know. It could turn into blowout because it's one of those random things that the Chiefs just do, and they just keep scoring on you. But it could be it could be close, like you say. But I don't I don't see it being close. I see it by at least I, I said it, uh, before the before the lines were announced. I said it's going to be like seven seven and a half line, and the Vegas is going to try to get you to believe that it's going to be like a, a three to six point game. So you'll take the Bengals, and then the Chiefs end up winning by two touchdowns. So I, I don't see any, any way that it's close. Arrowhead's going to be rocking. They've been there. Um, I think they've hosted AFC Championship now for the past four years in a row. First time ever. First time yeah. ever. It's, it's insane. Like, even, even when they don't get the two seed, I mean, even when they don't get the one seed this year, they, <laughs> they still host. And, and in 2019, when the Ravens were knocked out, they were at the one seed and they still got to host. So I, I don't see – any way that that the Bengals have a chance in this game unless of course you know I they do call it it's any given Sunday for a reason but if Mahomes is playing and if they have their guys that the Bengals are going to lose by by a couple possessions um no something that you mentioned was um that's that Mahomes I had you lost my train right at the end and you had some other stat that you threw out <laughs> no I wanted oh, to say oh talking about the line I, I remember talking about this the line yeah, you something. The reason why the Chiefs can do that, the Chiefs could be up by like four or five points. And be like, oh, the Bengals are covering. And it'd be like a minute left of the game. But because these Tyree Kills plays were like, they just like screen it and no one can tackle him. And then yeah. like he just, even though that they're just trying, they're literally the, the Chiefs would be trying to just run the clock out. They just by, they by accident. Sure. <laughs> accident. No, no, you were not supposed to do that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah. Right. So, yeah, so right. you're, you're even, if the, even if the Chiefs go up, even if the Chiefs go up, the Bengals have shown, you know, like in week 17, they can come back. Yeah, they can come back, but they're not coming back in the playoffs. It's not going to happen. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Okay. No, yeah. so you, you, you're saying that the, the Bengals aren't even going to come close. You're saying take take the Chiefs line minus seven. For sure. For, For sure. sure. And it, it sounds old, bro. Yeah, it sounds, sounds like from everyone else that we're taking the over also 54 and a half. I hear, I'm hearing multiple touchdowns from everybody here. Yeah, it yeah. should be. It should be. I mean, the, the, whoa, what's the weather in Arrowhead? Weather in Arrowhead. If you want, weather. you can also take in like an alternative. You can just make it like 50 and a half if you, 54 scares you. 54 is, is a little high, but I think, um, I think I could see something like 42 to 20. So I, I would take the over on that. And if, if, the Chiefs, this is what it comes down to. The Chiefs can drop 42 points on the number one offense. They can get into field goal range in 13 seconds, in actually 10 seconds on the number one defense, number one passing defense, number one scoring defense, number one overall defense. 
they are going to abuse these these linebackers and these corners for the for the the Bengals. Eli Apple and and um, Jesse Bates is very good at safety, but Eli Apple and Trey Flowers, these guys are going to get absolutely um, wrecked by by uh, the Chiefs' schemes and their and their playmakers, and they they have an amazing run, and I think they they are way ahead of schedule, like Rocky said. They're you know they're expected to be contending for the division slash um, uh, getting to ten wins, let's say not eight eight to ten wins this year in their rebuild. But they absolutely blew the doors off that and then make it to the AFC Championship. So they are way, way ahead of schedule. Joe Burrow looks awesome. And he looks like he's going to be an incredibly special player. But Patrick Mahomes is, is on a different level right now. And the Chiefs are on another level right now. And they're playing so well that I don't think anyone is stopping them. Uh, you know, that's topic for, for next week for some previews. But I don't think anyone is stopping them at this point. 86% of the cash is going to uh, Cincinnati plus seven, just saying. So Ooh. that's, that's obviously, obviously the consensus doesn't agree with that, but yeah. um, well, I, I don't know if I would, if I would pick that line, I wouldn't touch it personally. I just want to ask you guys a question, trivia question. Does anyone <laughs> 54 times Rashad Fenton, the best cornerback on the chiefs this year, by far, one of the best corners in the league. Some could argue when he's been on the field, he's had some injury problems. 55 times he's been targeted. How many touchdowns has he allowed in coverage? Does anyone want to take a guess? 50. He's the best. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say like four. <laughs> one. Four. What you got, Macy? You're going to say one. What about, what about you, Morty? Uh, two and a half. The answer is zero. The answer is zero. This man This man has allowed 8.7 yards per completion. He has lined up wide a lot more frequently than he has wide up lined up in the slot. So we're talking about, yes, will they play zone? Probably, Yehuda. I do agree with you. But they do have a dangerous weapon out there on the outside that a lot of people don't know about. And you could ask some safety help with Tyron Matthew and Thornhill has been playing pretty well as well this year. You can take away the big play and force now force T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd to get involved. That that can be done, right? You know, Tyler T. Higgins had received for over a thousand yards this year. It was a huge target for them. Um, but that's what the Chiefs I I envision them forcing Joe Burrow into doing, into taking the underneath stuff. And he can do it. He's not great at it. Like Patrick Mahomes has sort of had to adjust to doing that this year as well. But if Joe Burrow can't take the underneath stuff and not try to do too much, which he does try to do sometimes, as we know, with the holding the ball and trying to take those sacks, you know, the Bengals can really move the ball down the field effectively. But Musty's right. I think it's going to be. Oh, are we losing Rocky? Oh, slow moving game because both these offenses are going to be for you know yeah i i i'll just you know some numbers that we discussed it before the podcast but patrick mahomes threw the 378 yards last week against the bills 227 of those came after the catch just for some comparison that's about 150 yards before the catch right so just for some comparison josh allen 135 of his 329 passing yards came after the catch that's nearly 200 yards before the catch which is a much more significant number um so obviously josh allen had a lot more air yards last week and Patrick Mahomes does and Patrick Mahomes has been doing this the entire year Tyree Kill you look at his stat sheet 150 receiving yards 94 of those came after the catch obviously he had the big run where he just you know you know ran past the entire defense at the end of the game but you know a lot of his yardage comes after the catch his average depth of target is significantly lower than it was last year he's not catching the ball down the field anymore you have guys that can but it's not necessarily a bad thing right if Patrick Mahomes has been able to compensate for that he's been getting the ball to Travis Kelsey's just an unbelievable receiver after the catch he has over 160 yards after the catch this year it, it he has over 600 yards after the the catch this year over 150 yards 
to the next closest tight end in terms of yak. Like, it's not even a competition. The guy, after the catch, Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey, these guys can do more damage to the best one-two duo in terms of yak in the entire league. So that's what's scary about this Chiefs team, right? The Bengals, if you take away their big play, it hasn't been as efficient this year. We, we if People forget the slump they went through in the middle of the year. The slump really went with Jamar Chase's slump, right? When Jamar Chase wasn't making those big plays, the Bengals weren't as successful on offense. The Chiefs have been able to compensate for that the entire year. Yes, the slump in the beginning of the, of the year was because teams were taking away the big play. But once Patrick Mahomes started to catch on to that, and once he started to take the underneath stuff, and once he started to realize, wow, this man, Tyree Kill, can outrun the entire defense after the ball's in, in his hands. And Travis Kelsey can break tackles left and right, almost Gronk-esque, right? Like once he started realizing that, it's like, man, take away the big play. I don't mind. I can get 400 passing yards that you normally had last week. Um, even without the big play, he didn't have any really big plays air in, in terms of air yards last week. Yeah. And yet the Chiefs were moving the ball down the field left and right. And he can scramble for nearly 70 yards last week. That first touchdown drive was all scrambled. So the Chiefs have found so many different ways to win, which is so scary, Yehuda. It's so scary. I, if the, if you take away the Bengals' first option, I don't know if Joe Burrow, he, I think he will. I think he'll be smart enough to adjust at some point in his career and take the underneath stuff and make more out of that. Maybe he'll get a guy sort of like, Tyree, not as good as him, but that can... we've lost Rocky. We lost Rocky once again. He was making a really good point at the end there. Oh, <laughs> yeah, you're making such a good point. He's gonna come back in in a second. It's gonna say it really, really quickly. So I want us to listen very carefully coming up. Yeah, I got. Uh, it's gonna sound like Friedman talk right here. Um... <laughs> yeah, I mean, the 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 Bengals. Uh, Joe, people forget that Joe Burrow is still is still really young, like I mentioned before, and and the uh, the Chiefs will do everything in their power to to um, not let Jamar Chase beat them, and and uh, T Higgins is very good, but most people are more scared of uh, of Jamar Chase and, and trying to mitigate what he does against you, and I, I'm sure that they'll play some double coverage on him or they'll they'll zone him up, but 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 like Rocky said, if you force him to hold the ball and you force him to to uh, look past his uh, his uh, big play guys and, and the big deep shots, then he, he's not necessarily going to take those, those short passes and he will be forcing some bad sacks and, and some interceptions. He, he had some, uh, some interceptions during, during the season and he wasn't, it's not like he was protecting the ball very well. And, and you, you can force him into some bad decisions. So I, uh, my see the 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 weather is high of forty seven on Sunday, so weather shouldn't be a factor. So we should be able to see them at their full strength. But uh, but yeah, I think play? that Joe Burrow has started to learn how to trust his secondary receivers, his tight ends. Uh, he was very, I mean, obviously his connection with Jamar Chase is next level. It goes back from college. Yeah. So that's definitely a bonus factor. It's not like oh, these guys have been playing each other this year. No, they've been playing for years. Also. I think, but like I saying, he started to, you know, trust guys like Ty, the Tyler Boys, the T. Higgins, the, you know. Yeah, he's trying to trust these guys to make the big play. He, he a lot of court, young quarterbacks, they have like Lamar Jackson. We see with Lamar, it comes down to when it comes down to um, a big play, like he's only going to, he's only going to um, Mark Andrews or the Ravens in general. Hey, Rocky, welcome back. back. So these guys need to make other plays so, so so you don't so the fact that he's allowing other players to make big time plays other than his number one receiver in Jamar Chase will help him win this game. Where did you guys Rocky, lose? Where were, we lost Was that in the middle? Thing. 
a lot. You're saying. I, wait, wait, did, did I get to my point about? I, I already said my point about Jamar Chase and the number one weapon, and when you take away Burrow's number one, okay, so I made my point. That's it, right? That 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 uh, that uh, Patrick Mahomes can compensate. But I don't know if you guys heard it. I said that's why I have a difficult time picking the the, the Bengals in this game, just because even if you take away the best option, you know, it, it, Patrick Mahomes can compensate win in certain, so many different ways now. It's a recent thing, right? You don't have this Patrick Mahomes as much. And I think if you look at the, their, their, their seasons and the scope, Joe Burrow has way outplayed Patrick Mahomes this year. This year <laughs> has way outplayed Patrick Mahomes this year. But Mahomes always shows up in big moments. He's played well in the playoffs yeah. so far. He's found different ways to win, and he's been able to adjust to what the defenses give him, which is the scary thing. I mean, it's such a shame. I missed you what you guys responded to my, uh, my rant. <laughs> <laughs> no, we were, we were agreeing with your point. And, and Meisty, though, was saying that, that uh, I, I agreed with you, but Meisty was saying that um, that he thinks that, that Burrow is starting to learn to to trust his secondary guys, his Boyd, Uzama, um, uh, T. Higgins, in a way. I'm T. Higgins and uh, and uh, Chase are like one A, one B, with with Chase being one A, but but Higgins is definitely the number two. But but yeah, he's Meisty said believes that he's getting to to learn to trust them. But I think. Um, in a game like this where, where all the pressures on both of them are very cool under pressure, but he's, he is going to, to be looking to force it a little too much, um, in my opinion. And I think that, that he will, he will make some, some mistakes. We'll hold on to the did, ball. Maybe we'll you guys got a pick. Yeah. Did you guys see the heart rate, um, picture, the, the stats that came out about, right. um, yeah. What's his name? Yeah. Uh, um, Patrick Mahomes' heart rate in the huddle when there is 13 seconds to go on the clock, you would assume a guy's heart rate would be like yeah. through the roof, right? And they said he was like calm as rocks. He was just, all right, let's do well, this. Like, and they said like throughout the play, like he just they're talking. No, they're they're discussing about being that cool, where like guys that like, he was just he had like at no point was he at like would like a doctor call you like oh he's at like a high pressure point you know like there, he even during the play he just does what he's got to do <laughs> and so I mean I bet yeah I bet Joe Joe Burrow has the same you know mindset maybe and and Joe and, Cool so, Joe Cool I'm sure Tom Brady has it and these guys have, and probably a bunch of quarterbacks have it but but it was very cool to see the heart rate mo- uh, monitor thing throughout the play oh yeah I yeah, I just now. Looking it up, and I see his uh his average heart rate versus somebody <laughs> a fan a fan's heart rate watching the game, and his max heart rate was uh one ninety one, but this guy's but Mahomes' heart rate was like max one forty four with an average of like ninety four. How that's crazy. The fans aren't even they're not playing. I mean, technically, it's nothing but emotional investment. They really get nothing out of it unless you bet on yeah. the game, right? So, like, and yet, and yet these guys who it's everything for them, it's their job, it's their salary. They are cool as a cucumber. The fans are bugging out, you know, peeing every every 20 minutes because they're so nervous. Like, literally, this is what people have. And uh, and these players are just calm, you know. I think they probably do some meditations and some practices with these players because the magnitude and the and the stage is so big, there's 80 thousand ninety thousand people screaming at you you have to hear your coach you can't hear what he's saying and, and joe Burrow said there were three or four plays last week where he didn't even hear the coach so like you know everyone's screaming and you sort of got to compensate for that and just on the fly and you just can't get nervous like it's got to be there's got to be a, a big mental a lot of mental health practices probably throughout the week because how the heck do you stay calm in such a situation i remember you know just playing in high school football um I was I would get nervous in these situations and there was no stakes it was just for fun but you know you, you get nervous yeah the truth is in the heat of the game it's not as bad as when you're watching but 
for the most part. I wanted to say I, I agree with Meisty on the secondary part. We got two Meisties now. I see two Meisties. I don't know about you guys. I do have a lazy eye, so maybe that's why I'm seeing double. But <laughs> I just think I'm not sure. Um, I, I agree with Meisty about you know Bar getting the secondary guys involved. He's been definitely been been getting better at that. But you know he he does tend to do too much. That that that's really what we've discussed, right? Like maybe he will force the ball down the field to Joe to, to, to Jamar Chase when it's unprecedented. I don't know. Maybe he won't. Um, and I do certainly think if he does, he will get better at that over time. But Patrick Mahomes has mastered it this year. And since that Raiders game, just a, a flip has been switched. A switch has been flipped. And now all of a sudden he can. Just do win, win in any way you give it to him, right? He's he'll he'll tell you, don't no problem, no problem. Take away the fifty yard out route. I have no problem with. I'll, I'll I'll hit my slants over the middle and let my guys make some plays after the catch. So there's no question. Both guys have, um, are going to have to continue, obviously, to adjust on the fly and see what the defense gives them, and um and and adjust. And I heard a very interesting thing this week. Um, someone said it. I forgot earlier today. The most difficult thing in sports to do is to adjust your game plan during the Super Bowl at halftime. Yeah. Interesting, right? So, so that just to adjust in the middle of the season is difficult. We've seen that with Mahomes and Burrow, but to adjust in the middle of the game even more so. So let's see. Let's see if they can, you know, sort of see what the defense gives them. It's gonna. It might be another offensive shoot. I heard people say it's another offensive shoot. I sort of agree with Mice. It would be more methodical. It could be a lot of points will be put up on the board. We won't see too many punts per se, but maybe not as many big plays because you know Gabe Davis went for over two hundred yards. Twenty-one seventeen. <laughs> <laughs> no. what's your, what's your, what's your, what? let's hear what's your score prediction oh that was no, last we already week. said we had, we had 35 30 uh 35-30. over the chiefs i'm seeing, got you i'm seeing something like like 41 to 20 or like 44 to 20 something like that and both these teams have great special teams so um that that shouldn't be an issue like we saw it like we experienced and we, we spoke about in other other games but but um, I did want to I did want to say real quick I I was looking at the I'd flipped it it was that guy's uh, heart rate but either way Mahomes Mahomes had said his uh, his heart rate was low in the huddle pre snap and he was in a, a flow state during that time so so he's he was spiking was spiking when he was scoring touchdowns and like, yeah, yeah let's go. but but uh, otherwise he he still he still was very calm right before all the stuff where you know after he executes then he goes crazy so. He, we, we know he's, he's really calm under pressure and he's one of the most, one of the most um, clutch quarterbacks already, even only being four, four or five years in the league. And so I, I just, I don't see anyone stopping him. So I think Chiefs should win by, by 20 points, 21 points. Interesting. Morty, what you got? The over. <laughs> you got the over on the point? No, you're not going to pick a money line here? Uh, I don't feel, I mean, if I had to. I would mm-hmm. probably pick the Chiefs, but I don't love. I mean, if I had to pick a winner, I'd pick the Chiefs, but I wouldn't put money on it. Yeah, yeah, I, money I, I, I wouldn't. What did you say? The easiest money you'll ever make. Right. Like he's, you're, you're that know. confident. You're that confident. I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm I have more go confidence. I have more confidence in the Eagles messing up their draft picks. If they strike out, then they deserve, they deserve. Listen, oh, listen, man. it's come down to coaching. Like, like Rocky said, adjusting at halftime in the Super Bowl, like that, that's the hardest thing to do in sports, but adjusting midseason. And the reason they, we forget Andy Reid is one of the, the best coaches in the, in the NFL right now. There's no, there's no comparison between Andy Reid and, and Zach Taylor. I don't really think, I, I've seen Zach people, Taylor. 
No, the coach of the year. Bengals, Bengals fans don't even like Zach Taylor that much, and he's he's not that good of a coach. And I think not that Burrow's winning in spite of him, and that defense winning in spite of him, but but that he he's going to be outmatched and outworked by by Andy Reid, and and there's just no no comparison between these these two uh, coaches, and that should all come into into play to a head on Sunday night Sunday afternoon. Casey. I'm going to take Casey and I'm going to have the score. Let's think over here. You know, I sort of like 26, 21, what the score was before all pandemonium yeah. ensued <laughs> last week. I just like it, but I, I want to go a couple more points. Maybe let's go 29, 24, like something random like that. <laughs> 29, 20, so I'm going to hit the under, but I, I, I won't go over under either way. But, I mean, I'll hit the over on the, the plus seven. But I, I, I wouldn't touch that. just happens to be this is what I think the score is going to be because it sounds good. So we got three versus one against Meisty. Now, I, I have – I got five out of six right in the wild card round. I got three out of four wrong last week. But but to be honest, none of us did great, but I did the worst because <laughs> last right. week was not very particular. I think Meisty actually went two and two. Meisty got, Meisty got two out of four right? because Meisty got the Rams game. That, that was a good call, Meisty, at the Rams over the Bucks. Man, I told you not to. I'm like, don't pick against Brady, and you still yeah. did it. And this is why I don't go on DraftKings. Um, <laughs> uh, um, another, draft. Patrick, another Patrick Mahomes stat that some of you might, might have seen was that um, his record when his team pro- uh, win probability is under 5%. He has like – he's like 4-1. and one. What is it? 3-1. and 3-1. and one. The rest of the NFL since 2018 is 1-38. <laughs> Crazy. That's nuts. Wow. That is <laughs> nuts. This is crazy Patrick Mahomes like win loss stats in certain scenarios. Yeah. He, yeah. And you know who that other one is. It's gotta be Brady. Who? It's gotta Lamar be it's Brady. No, it's Brady. I, I would assume it's Brady versus oh, it might have been that other crazy game, but I think it's Brady versus versus the Falcons in the Super Bowl. That's why it's since 2018, they're counting that in there. You said since 2008 or since 2018? 18. Well, the, the Brady Super Bowl was in 2016, 2017. Yeah, before that. What, the one against the Falcons? Yeah. Is that really that old? Are we really that yeah. far away from that year? That's so crazy. Yeah. That's mind-blowing. Wow. Brady's still you know around. When, remember when the Chiefs <laughs> went down 24 nothing against the Texans a few years ago in the playoffs, and nobody batted an eye? It was like, they're going to come back. It's not a reaction. Yeah. And they scored 28 points in the second quarter and literally took the lead before halftime. Like it was nuts. So obviously the Chiefs can always come back, but the Bengals have proved they can, you know, climb out of a deficit too. So that's what makes this matchup so compelling. It's such a great uh, matchup in week 17. Obviously now the Bengals got to go to Kansas city. It's a little different, but it's going to be great. We're going to have a, another rematch, which we'll discuss Rams Niners. It's a three match. Another, the third three match of the playoffs guys. So this is pretty exciting. we got a lot of division rivals here and uh, thank you for joining us for the AFC championship preview and we're gonna have a lot of great stuff coming up super bowl weekend some lists maybe top five players in the super bowl and some cool stuff we'll, we'll we'll get to that as well obviously so it's not just gonna be super bowl preview break down a few different things and have some fun podcast 10 15 minutes quick hitters nothing crazy um but you know something fun of course we're gonna add to that so of course remember to check out juicetool.com going live 10 p.m january 24th january 27th sorry January 27th, 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 Pacific. And remember to subscribe on YouTube and Spotify and Apple and follow us, baby. Rocky and Meisty and all of our handles you'll see on the Rocky and Meisty profile. And everyone, have a wonderful day.